Welcome to a time of worship and prayer to connect with our Creator, heart, soul, and mind. In Matthew 22, the Sadducees ask Jesus what the greatest commandment is. His answer is twofold. He replies, You shall love the Lord your God with all of your heart, and with all of your soul, and with all of your mind. This is the great and first commandment. The second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. So friends, this time is a time set aside for us to worship and pray, not only with our minds, but with our hearts and souls, so that we can be transformed from the inside out and love our neighbors as ourselves. My hope with these weekly meditations is to give us space to reflect on what we heard in the sermon on Sunday. How do we take what we heard and know in our heads to be true and let it transform our hearts into the likeness of Christ? So wherever you are, I just invite you to take a deep breath in through the nose and out through your mouth. In through the nose. Out through the mouth. Inhale through the nose. And out through the mouth. Inhale through the nose. Seal the lips and exhale through the nose. Just continue breathing in and out through the nose. Letting each breath become a little more expansive than the last. Genesis 2-7 says... Then the Lord God formed the man of dust from the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and the man became a living creature. So as you begin to notice your breath, I just want you to take a moment to give thanks to the one who gave you that breath, and know that he is as close to you as your next breath. As you continue breathing in and out through the nose, I just invite you to ask yourself, what is my breath like? Is it fast or slow? As you inhale, is your breath high up in your chest? Or can you begin to slow your breath down and let it come all the way down to the bottom of your belly? As you breathe in, can you feel your belly expand, feel your ribs expand? And then as you breathe out, imagine you're emptying a balloon. And then just let each breath be a little longer and a little slower. If you're seated in a chair, I just invite you to plant your feet firmly on the ground and sit up nice and tall. Maybe you're walking as you're listening to this. If so, begin to notice your feet as they move along the ground. Maybe you're lying down. Wherever you are, I just invite you to relax your shoulders. Relax your jaw. And continue to breathe deeply the breath of life. To connect our minds to our hearts and our souls, we're going to practice breath prayer. The practice of breath prayer is the intentional linking of our breath with a word or a short phrase. And breathing is something that comes naturally. It's automatic, continuous, and involuntary. 
And when we let our inhales and our exhales represent an intentionally chosen prayer, we begin to live out Paul's instructions in 1 Thessalonians 5.17 to pray without ceasing. So in the quiet of your heart, on your next inhale, whisper, I am filled with hope. And exhale, because of your steadfast love and plentiful redemption. Inhale, I am filled with hope. And exhale, because of your steadfast love and plentiful redemption. Take a moment to just breathe and pray it out with your own rhythm of breath. This week our reading is from Psalm 130. It says, Out of the depths I cry to you, O Lord. O Lord, hear my voice. Let your ears be attentive to the voice of my pleas for mercy. If you, O Lord, should mark iniquities, O Lord, who could stand? But with you there is forgiveness, that you may be feared. I wait for the Lord, my soul waits, and in his word I hope. My soul waits for the Lord more than watchmen for the morning, more than watchmen for the morning. O Israel, hope in the Lord. For with the Lord there is steadfast love, and with him is plentiful redemption. And he will redeem Israel from all his iniquities. Church, what an amazing message we had this weekend. The Bible says the Lord's steadfast love never ceases. Never. His redemption is plentiful. Nothing we could ever do or not do will make God love us any less. And to that, we should say, thank you, Jesus. So friends, this foundational love, this hesed love, is pivotal to understanding the character of God and who we are in Him. As Aaron shared, God is holy and we are not. Not one of us. We all fall short of the glory of God. So when the psalmist writes, If you, O Lord, should mark iniquities, O Lord, who could stand? The answer is no one. Not a single one of us could stand because we all fall short. But because of the character of God, His steadfast love and His plentiful redemption, we are able to have hope and to partner with God to bring dead things back to life, including ourselves. As Aaron said, being in the presence of God ought to make us more broken about our sin, not less, because He is holy and I am not. Friends, the fact that we fall short of God, but God chooses to love us anyway, should bring us to our knees with gratitude on a daily basis. Not from a space of condemnation, guilt, or shame, but from a place of deep reverence, deep gratitude for the fact that the Creator of the universe loves us in spite of ourselves. As I ponder this idea of steadfast love and plentiful redemption, my question is, what is my response to this gift? Friends, our response to this gift is a changed life, one that points people to Jesus. 
As Aaron said, when we say yes to Jesus, we must let that yes translate to the rest of our yeses and noes. Over and over again, we have heard Aaron say, obedience is God's love language. That is just another way of saying, my yes to Jesus will translate to the rest of my yeses. So friends, my invitation to you is to take a moment to look at your life, your yeses and your noes. Do they look like the path that God has designed for your life because you said yes to Him as Lord and Savior of your life? Or do they look more like the fleshly side of you that picks and chooses what you say yes and no to based on your wants, not on God's best for you? As I say every week, this is a space for quiet connection with the Lord, not a space for condemnation. So take a moment and just talk with the Lord about your yeses and noes. Where in your life do your yeses and noes need to align more with God's heart? Or maybe you're still in the presence and space of accepting God's steadfast love for you, that he is full of plentiful redemption. As Aaron stated on Sunday, there's no reason to leave this room without being absolutely certain of God's love for you. Are you absolutely certain of God's love for you? Have you made the choice to accept him as Lord and Savior of your life because he loves you? If not, just take a moment to sit with him and ask yourself what's holding you back from accepting his love for you. And if you would like to accept him as your Lord and Savior, please reach out to us and we will be happy to walk alongside you in the next steps of your journey. So friends, I just invite you to take a moment to sit in the space of God's love for you. How is that translated into your life? What does that look like in the space of your yeses and noes? Or do you need to make that first step and just accept him into your heart? Father God, I just thank you for speaking through Aaron on Sunday. Thank you for giving him the directive to call people forward to make you Lord of their life. For all those sweet souls that came forward, may they get connected with people who will help guide them in their next steps of their faith journey. And for all those who are still contemplating accepting you as their Lord, I pray for soft hearts to experience your steadfast love in an undeniable way that encourages them to rest safely in the knowledge that you love them and want a relationship with them. And for those who who have accepted you as their Lord and Savior, but their yeses and noes may not look like it, I pray for conviction. I pray for hearts to recognize that obedience is your love language and that because we know how much you love us, we desire to live within your boundaries holy and set apart so that we can point people to you. It's in your name I pray. Amen.
Oh.